You're listening to Drek Happens, a Shadowrun podcast. Welcome to episode five. I'm your host, Mike, and I created this podcast to share the fun Shadowrun adventures my friends and I play. As entertaining as we might think it is, please note that Drek Happens is for mature audiences only. Still here, Chalmers? Excellent. Let's get this show started. If you haven't listened to our first four episodes, I recommend you stop and catch up on those before continuing. For our returning listeners, I'd like to give a few more details about Chef, played by Damien. At a young age, he was dropped off at a slums orphanage where he spent most of his childhood. However, he was often teased and beaten for looking like the blandest elf on earth. At the age of 14, Chef was known to run away from any form of confrontation. One punk found and glued fake prosthetic human ears to Chef's head to shame him further. At that moment, something snapped in Chef's mind. He stood tall and did the unthinkable, drop kicking the kid's face. This resulted in loud cheers and a newfound respect from those around him. This act of violence sparked something new within Chef, a passion to seek adventure, yet with a sense of purpose. He eventually found himself running with street gangs, learning how to shoot, slash, and kill with a variety of weapons. No one cared or complained about his plain physical features or even his prosthetic ears. No, Chef built a solid reputation as a reliable fighter with a particular interest in protecting children from predators. Chef's biggest goal in life is to become a Shadowrunner. Chef fell in love with the idea of getting paid for doing what he does best, making people happy by kicking other people's asses. And that's why this human looking elf was ecstatic about the opportunity the fat cat has given him. But the big looming question for Chef is what happens when the dream you're living ultimately determines the fate of a young girl? And now let's return to the story. Respaldo hears an uninvited knock on his door and sees a young teenage boy asking to enter as if the team should already know who he is. I let him in. Okay. So he looks at you very timidly. It's like he's never seen a shadow runner before. And he's looking around. And then when the girl like like walks out, his his face his face brightens up and they run, they embrace each other and they kiss each other and they're so happy and like <laughs> get a room. Yeah. And, and, and like and he and they're just saying thank you so much. And then he says, I've listened to your conversations. You know, please, please don't give her up. You know, she it, 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 she went through hell to get out of that place, and she does not need to go back. And if she goes back, it's bad for the rest of the world. Why? Why? why, why? For the rest of the world. Okay. Why? Yeah. If okay, I straight up look at this dude and I ask him, "If you want us to do this, we need to know why." Uh, he says that she's not really fourteen years old. Uh, she's only like two years old. And she's a clone. Of who? Of somebody that he doesn't know. Mm. And so, uh, and, and, <laughs> and if he goes, if, he, if she goes back, there's, you know, she's the first of her kind, but there's many more that are, are just like her, uh, uh, different clones, different hosts, but, you know, there, there's a whole factory of them. And, you know, if she goes back, she's just going to be plugged in and they're going to make more of her. And it's, okay. it's not going to be good. The one thing that uh, you guys uh, noticed, though, is this kid is not carrying a deck with him. Isn't that cool. the realm of, like, Technomancer or whatever? You want to know his name? His name is oh, yeah. Neo. 
Oh God! Oh, Jesus. <laughs> if she has a rabbit on her, I'm gonna just blatantly plagiarism right here. No, no. He'll he'll just tell you he's a fan of old uh, vid, vids from the '90s. Okay. Can so we ask our, her name really quickly? Uh, she doesn't really have one. She's, she's two years no, old. Yeah, she. But uh, uh, her she's code name, one. like it's barcoded on her wrist, and it says R one. <laughs> And so, but so, uh, what, number one. What, what Neo, what Neo calls her is R1. Like A R W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the elf. Yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nerd. <laughs> okay. I straight look at her then and I ask her, how did the troll in your room die? Oh, and she says, I don't know how I did it, but I did it. She, and he was going to rape me. So at that point, oh, okay, we're, we're, where do you, okay, um, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, all right, because now we have problems. Well, I, I still think we need to run it by fence, and we just need to talk to those, like, all right, we, we got you out, we won't return you to Johnson, we have to, like, talk to her with our fixer, she's a girl, she's trustworthy, we don't really know her, but, like, she's no, got her back, yeah. we got to we got to run it by her, you, you, we can't, you can't, we can't do this without some buy-in from our fixer. And I'm a, I'm in a, I'm in total agreement with that. I also value what Ross says that if we do that, we do that either remotely or only one or two of us go, and the other one stay with the girl. Not it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go to. I'm staying with the girl. I, I feel I don't care. that hole. I feel like the face should go. Yeah, Tim and me, again. Yeah, we're best friends. Right. We went to the burger joint together. <laughs> yeah, he bought me a burger. I mean, he's all right. <laughs> all right. You guys are practically boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> what you guys all decided was, you know what? There's a lot of big decisions to make. There's a lot of information. Everyone's really tired from that ordeal. Uh, R1 seems kind of traumatized. Neo, he seems kind of just, you know, emo Neo. So, uh, and you guys all just said, let's just call it a night and we'll sleep. And, uh, you know, you don't do any like escape checks or anything like that. They're not trying to escape. They're really, they're like Arwan and Neo are genuinely concerned about what do you guys plan to do with them? But, you know, they, 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 they're trusting you not to make a hasty decision until morning. And so now it's morning. You guys are hungry. Um, everyone's hungry. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Where's the food, Tim? Or Respaldo? Yeah. <laughs> Respaldo clearly stated out of character that you, you motherfuckers are buying your own meals. Uh, well, that's what and it's going to be separate tickets. There's no <laughs> buying people burgers. Well, that was when it was in your condo. This is like your, your buddy's condo, right? Is he there, the buddy? or is that No, a, no. Is this is, yeah, this oh. is my condo. Yeah. We, oh, we, we are in your condo still. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you all know where Respaldo lives now. Which is actually yeah, very yeah. Uh-huh. professional for a shadow runner, but hey, he's trusting you guys. Oh. And you guys absolutely. all took off your shoes, by the way. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so we, you know, we can, uh, I know this great food place around the corner, we can call something in. Okay. So everyone else is eating on the floor, I assume, um, or standing or whatever. Uh, Tim, you might have some stains on the floor because these shadow runners don't really have the best etiquette. <sighs> so just letting you know, R wants. She doesn't say anything because she's kind of quiet, but Neil speaks for her, and she he, and he says, so what are you guys going to do? Thinking of doing is we're trying to get Fats' advice on whether we should turn her over to 
turn the girl over or not. That's kind of our issue right now because we don't want to turn her over, but then we don't want to betray Fat. You uh, so you you arrive at that same jaded MB club. And obviously it's closed at this time, like it's daytime, right? So um, uh, it's closed up, but she's expecting you. She lets you into the back door as usual. And you guys meet up in that same exact room, uh, but everything's dead. I mean, it's just like, you know, it, there's no business going on. And so, and so she just, you know, gives you a really nice drink again and says, what, what, what's going on? Is everything okay? You know, did the Mr. Johnson, you know, backstab you? Because if he did, then I'll, I'll kick his ass. So like she, you guys give her all the details and based on what she, you know, what you tell her, she, you know, she definitely looks perplexed and, you know, you could tell that she's got a soft spot for this in this case. And so, um, you know, she's debating rather like to charge you because you guys are so newbie about this, but you know, she, she, she understands where you guys are coming from and she doesn't want, you know, she wants to build a good relationship with you guys. So she has a crazy idea and she says, you know, this is not, I'm not asking you to commit to this. You know, you guys are adults, you guys make your own decision. But one thing you might want to consider is if this guy is such, you know, we don't know what he's really known for. Like, did he kidnap her? What does he want to use her for? You know, what's going on? I don't know that story, but if we really want to know what's going on, what if we just perform the contract, you know, give her to the bad guys if they are bad guys but we have a tracker on her and then you follow where she is and then you rescue her and you know what you know, and you know what the bad guys are up to and then you just you just you just unre- you just unleash havoc and the reason why she's telling you this is like one her her reputation's still good because the contract's fulfilled and then two if this is really a bad you know a bad versus good situation you guys can do something about it and it will give you guys better reputation showing that you do the job and you kick ass uh, when it comes to like saving the community or whatever that, that, that hoorah good karma stuff is. So that's the crazy idea that she proposes, but you know, she understands that you guys want to stay alive and you don't know what you're really up against. So she says you might want to consider doing more research, talk to the girl and get her cooperation. Maybe she doesn't want to go back. You know, maybe she will do anything she wants. Like she'll do whatever it takes to not go back. But if you give her the long-term plan, maybe she'll go with it. Uh, if you want quick money, then just fulfill the contract and do it. You know, I feel bad for the girl, but you know, we don't know her story. So I can't say anything. Okay. Um, the only problem I have with that plan sidebar is we could essentially be sending her back to a corporation we can't beat. Yeah, well, unless you significantly like negotiate with Arwen, I, I'm assuming she would say no unless you unless you got like a really good reason for her to do this. Maybe like saving the other clone creepers or whatever. But yeah. like, but based on how she was acting before, like she probably would not be super up to this, but we might be able to convince her. But another thing, Tim, is concern. what you brought up was you're you're not sure if it's a big corporation. When you said that, her eye, her eyebrow went up, and she says, "You know what? I bet you a hundred new yen, maybe a thousand new yen. It's not a big corporation because big corporations never reach out to me. If, like I'm okay. I'm." I'm a low, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, small scale fixer. So why would you hire a, a small scale fixer for such a high priority target? And so my guess is this is like a businessman, but not a triple A corporation. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Matt. We're, we're out of here. All right, All right. So we get back to the house. Yep. Get back to the house. What do you guys want to do next? All right. So, right. We, we give the information to Roz and Jay. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you so do that? You we, guys are in a room and then like you send the kids to the other room? Like, what do you do? Uh, yes. 
No, yeah, hundred percent. We we discussed this first part without R one and Neo there. Hey, R one, Neo, can you wait in the bedroom for a second while my, you know, the the team goes over something real quick? Okay. Well, I mean, we're trying to build trust, right? Shouldn't we just lay it all out for them because you know? We're not even in agreement amongst ourselves. I was gonna say though. you you uh, guys don't even know the plan yet because you weren't. <laughs> Uh, you weren't there. See, Tim and... needs a canvas. He goes, you. <laughs> right. <laughs> you weren't there. <laughs> Unless in your magic abilities, telepathy is in there. You were not privy to that information yet. So you don't know what we're presenting so, you either. I could just say, hey, whatever you you got to say to us, they should be in on it. Because their okay. lives are obviously you in could. Okay. But that, I mean, saying. that. Right. If if you want to take that action, then, you know, I would simply just look at R1. Are you sure you want to hear this? And are you, are you, are you asking that? Yeah. Okay. And then she says, yeah, I want to know if my life's on the line. Okay. So yes. they get to stay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Good job, Rosie. Oh, Thank you. All right. I still think we should turn her in. <laughs> get out of here. We're shadow runners. Yeah. We're supposed to do a job. Our job was to okay, go back okay. to the Johnson. So That's kind of got a point. Break, break. Tell us, Damon, tell us don't what you have said. A, yeah, hold on. Damon, don't you have an honor code, though? Hmm. Yeah, to not kill kids. But you know that she's, like, Neo's saying that she's, she's a clone. Kill. That's two year old, a two-year-old clone that looks like an adult. Uh, 14-year-old. Whatever. And we're not killing her. We're just handing over to the guy that lost her. Okay, so that's how you're reasoning it. Okay, yeah. that's that, that still fits within your code, even though you know Neo says you know they're gonna kill her. Why, why would they kill someone so important? That doesn't make sense. Well, she's not important. Happen. You you specified it yourself. She's not important. She's a clone. What? No, no. The, so first of all, we know she's a clone, and she's got some weird magical powers, which is probably why they want her, right? Just because you're a clone doesn't mean you're not important. They wouldn't send Shadowrunners out to get someone that's not important. Or they would have told us to kill to her. Fair, that would have been the wet work job, right? Right. Maybe mm -hmm. Shadowrunners. So they want her alive, I think. I don't agree with Neo. And our job was to find her and give her back. And oh, if we don't do it, we're breaking our job. We're screwing up our first job as Shadowrunners. <laughs> we got one job. Get, get, Neo to explain, get Neo to explain what he means by killer. So they don't know where these guys are anymore. But uh, what... So the only thing that she knows and he knows is that it was some, you know, low-level security, um, and and it was a business. But they don't know what the business was, and Arwan does not know why she was there, other than that, that she knows that they were going to kill her because when she was there, she heard all these screams, and and and, and they're all girl screams too. And then they would stop screaming. And be torturing you or like taking over your mind. This this overreaction here. <laughs> so she, you know, luckily was able to uh, make contact um, with him because he was just surfing the, the, the matrix. And and uh, they made, you know, it was like on a computer or whatever. Like, you know, they, they let her roam around recreationally on computers. And he hacked into a computer and made contact with her and then helped her get out by unlocking the doors. And then that's how she got out. Now, um, so that's all they know about the business. Well, why do you think they'll he, kill her? He no. rang the bells. He can't. All right, okay, all right, all right. Children, children. <laughs> Teammates, time out. Okay, we have not presented any of this information to anyone else yet. 
Okay, so everybody's sitting around, and uh, you know, I come in, I give him the you know the the information that Fats gave us. Okay. So you know, I sit there and I you know we we look at R one, and we go. If we do this, we will come for you. But we need you to be on the inside. We have to know what location you were held at to make sure that this doesn't happen to anybody else. Okay, so That's... you're gonna have to roll. You're gonna have to roll your social versus her resistance because she's not. Gonna, she doesn't. She does. She she doesn't want to go back. She doesn't believe that you guys have. You know, even if you have the competency, she just thinks that it's such a terrible idea. You know, I'd say it's leadership. One, two, yeah, five. four, five. And what'd you get? Seven. Uh, seven. Okay, so yeah, you convinced her. You know, uh, it's like, okay, I'm willing to do this. So what's the plan? Thanks for listening to Drek Happens. We'd love to hear your thoughts, reactions, and suggestions. So please email us at Drek at DreckHappens.com. And if you're enjoying the show, every five-star rating on Apple Podcasts is the best way to support us. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud. So if you have time, give us a like and a comment. Thank you, Chummers. Takeout? Takeout? Nice. Yeah, Chinese, it's Chinese takeout. Is that what it was, Tim? Well, okay. Is it is it morning? I was gonna say now. Now we're thrown in. Is it, if it's morning, I know this great diner around the corner <laughs> that does breakfast food because I'm not super keen on eating Chinese in the morning. Throw <laughs> with Chinese in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>